All right, baby, we are back and it is time to talk picks. The Facebook Live experiment was fun. I enjoyed it. Did you guys enjoy it? Uh, hard to say. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to watch it maybe. I'll, I'll watch it back and see. Okay. See how everyone feels about it. That's fair. There was a couple. Hey, listen, I'm going to take my stock out of Facebook. It should not be that tough to do Facebook Live. It was like a freaking experiment over there. Uh, yeah, the main issue with it is like not being able to actually record your own screen, which is brutal. But what can you do? You live and you learn, my friends. Um, but now we're talking about picks. We recapped on Facebook Live. Now we're talking about picks. Um, so let's go over last week. I went uh, two and two. Ramu, a nice four and one. Well done, buddy. Wow. Congrats, Ramu. Good job, dude. Um, Hari also going four Ready and one. And uh, Mark rounding out the table at three and one. Wow. So overall, we got uh, still in last place. We got Ramu at 52 and 60, eight games below 500. Hari at 54 and 51, three games above. Uh, myself at 56 and 47, and Mark at 57 and 44. Wow, 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 wow. There you go. Yeah, overall, we are uh, what is that, 17 games above 500. So, I like it. So, if you if you took your own money, your hard-earned money, and bet with us every single pick, it was a good investment. That's it. You just follow follow the cast. Plus, this doesn't, this doesn't count the obscure bets, which we've actually been doing pretty decently well, except for the uh, that... Uh, Ronda Rousey one from a couple weeks back. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. That was a bad one. Sorry, Ramil. (laughs) Um, Quick, quick retro. She, do you think she'll ever fight again, Ramil? No, she's done. That's it? Of course she'll fight again. She'll fight again after she does a couple more movies. She'll come back with a ton of money. I mean, the person that last match was incredible, right? Yeah, I heard it's three mil. mil Guaranteed or something, something like that. She's going to come back. They just wait. They gotta get like get her out of the spotlight a little bit. Let someone else come in, earn the belt. Yeah, she's coming back eventually. That's yeah. She's coming to WWE, and then she's gonna do the women's Bellator, probably that like weird washed up league. She's gonna come to WWE, no doubt, no doubt. She's coming to WWE. She'll be at WrestleMania. That'd be crazy. You'll probably, you'll probably play in that Ice Cube basketball league for a little while too. Oh, that basketball league's gonna be hype. I cannot wait for that thing to start. Um. I, did you see, like, they got, like, nine or ten NBA players, like, in on it. Like, Chauncey's playing, yeah. Steven Jackson's playing, um, obviously Ice Cube. I, I think, like it. Yeah, I like it, too. It'll be interesting to see if they actually, like, turn a profit doing this thing. But we'll see. Um, all right, let's talk. Uh, since we already recapped the games on Facebook Live, shout out, shout out. Uh, let's go to uh, Steelers at Patriots, minus six, over under 51. Um, we talked about this a little bit. I'll kick us off here. Uh you know, the, the word on the street or, you know, the big story was the Patriots didn't play well. The Steelers are coming in hot, this, that, whatever. No, the, the Steelers didn't even score a touchdown. That, exactly. I yes. Exactly my point. Um, also, interesting uh, note, Tom Brady is actually 5-1 and one against the Steelers in playoff games. So I think there's like somewhat of a retro of like, oh, Ben Roethlisberger matches up with Tom Brady very, very well in the playoffs. But that is definitely not the case. He um, apparently Pittsburgh also plays a ton of zone defense, which is Tom Brady's strong suit for exploiting, i.e., the Seahawks in the Super Bowl when he just went to that short intermediate passing game in the second half and torched them. So uh, give me the uh, the Patriots to cover here minus six, baby. I like uh, I like them to win at home. Mark, what you got on this game? So couple couple things to unpack here. First of all. First of all, we got my boy, fan of the podcast, Antonio Brown, going. speaking of Facebook Live, going straight <laughs> Facebook Live during the post-game speech. 
So listen, I, I got no problem. He's trying to connect with the fans. But Homeboy is literally in the next room while Tomlin is talking on Facebook Live the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, it's so great. So so that's that's one knock on the on the Steelers. The other one, and you're gonna you're gonna notice a thread here throughout the podcast. These boys got the flu. Up in Pittsburgh, the flu is going around. Up to 15 players have missed practices this week because of the flu. They're going in New England. It's gonna be cold. You know, um, I I don't I don't think they can do it. I, just gotta p- just pound that Pedialyte. I think that's it. I mean, they've Pedialyte been pounding Pedialyte, but Z packs. Is that the pill? Z pills? Z packs? Yeah, I mean, I know Le'Veon Bell tends to use you know more, more alternative uh, treatments. That's true. But um, yeah, I, I got the I got the Pats. Um, I picked against Belichick last week like an idiot. I'm not doing it again. I'll lay the six points. Give me Pats. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Ramu, what you got in this game? You know, I'm not I'm not too uh, deterred by the flu, by the bend, by the, the run game, by the touchdowns. I actually think that, you know, I'm buying into the narrative that they match up well. Um, I think with their offensive speed, it's going to be really tough to stop the Steelers. Um, and we know the Patriots are going to come out with, with something great, but it's just going to be really tough to manage Le'Veon Bell and manage this crazy Antonio Brown um, like I said before, uh, I think Ben is a little bit hurt and that gives them more credence to run the ball. And that could be the downfall of the Patriots. Um, I think this is going to be a really close one. And so because it's going to be a close one, I'm going to take the Steelers because the line moved to six. Um, that's pretty, that's pretty, so give me the Steelers to manage this line. I like it. I could see them covering late, but I could also see this turning into like a romping yeah, beat down. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, Hari, take us home, buddy. What you what you got in this game? Yeah, I, I say a lot of the same things uh, that that Samin was saying. Uh, you're right. There, he's five and one against the Steelers. The only win the Steelers had uh, was at Heinz Field. Uh, so they're actually they're undefeated against the Patriots, or, or the Patriots are undefeated against the Steelers at home uh, in the Brady era. Um, actually, every time that they've played at home. They've covered this six-point spread, uh, so I don't think there's going to be anything different about this game. Um, I think we talked about it a bit on the Facebook Live, but um, like they played badly and then still covered a seventeen, you know, sixteen-point spread. So yeah. I don't, I don't understand how like the, the what we hold the Patriots standard to is absurd. Uh, so I think they cover, they cover easy. Um, I think this one's probably a blowout, and you probably get to bed a little bit earlier uh, on Sunday night. So you well, have to it's interesting. They like, like they essentially like took. The middle slots for each of their windows, they have games, right? Because I think tomorrow, y'all's game's at like 2.50 Eastern, and then this game's at like 6.50 or something yeah. like that. Um, so they're just like, hey, we're just yeah. going to... I think it's... I was just going to say that I think... I mean, I think it's over by halftime. I don't think it's close. The, the time the Steelers did beat the Patriots, they held Brady to like 97 yards passing. That's not... Really, really stuffed the run. Yeah. Uh, and I just don't see that happening again. Yeah. I would totally agree. What do you guys think about Goodell not going to this game? Oh, yeah. That's that's the other storyline. I think, I mean, listen, the story is we everyone, if you as long as you're not a Falcons fan or one of the fans of these teams, is you want to see Goodell give him the trophy at the Super Bowl. You want him to force force it to talk to him and, and shake his hand and shake Belichick's hand and say, wow, what a great team you guys have. <laughs> um, so... I think he's just trying to delay the inevitable, probably. Do you, I would put, like, the over... You know how, like, the, the commissioner always says something about the team before he hands him the trophy? I, like, over under one and a half sentences that Goodell would say about the Patriots. Because, you know, it's like, you guys have had a great season, and then does he go into the second of, 
and we wish you the best of luck. No, he just says like you guys have <laughs> yeah, you guys have set the standard for, for winning. And I'm gonna go retire now. Yeah, but you that's are, what I mean. It is to get the second sentence. <laughs> then Belichick just grabs the trophy and smacks him over the head with it. <laughs> Do you guys think you guys think Bill Belichick knows what Snapchat is, or he intentionally said that face on purpose? I, I, I've heard he intentionally says it. Like he likes to like poke jokes at it. Yeah. He must know. That guy's an asshole. No, he, he is, must. but like he must connect with like players on some level, right? Like he's so successful, like he's got to he's got to be able to speak their language. Like he knows what Snapchat is, an in, instant instant chat, instant face, instant yeah, face. Insta face, <laughs> insta face, snap face, insta witter. Those are the three. chat. Yeah, all of the ones. There you go. All those are all of Bill Belichick's uh, social media platforms. He 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 definitely wasn't watching our Facebook live. That's for sure. He might have been. We had a lot of viewers there for a second. We had like twelve viewers. He might have been one of the twelve. Oh my god, that was too funny. Let me let me go back. Let me go back to the Antonio Brown thing because it really does jock me. Like, what person in their right mind flips on the Facebook Live when their coach is giving out the post game speech? Or like, I I like to think of it like think about if you did that in your professional setting. Like, if you're in a like you're in a meeting and you just. You just go live for like fifteen minutes while while like your team leader's talking. Like does that does that is that okay in your career? Like does that work out well for you? I don't think so. I think I think that gets you fired. That that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Like Rex Tillerson going Facebook Live and like his Secretary of State hearing. He's really excited about the win. He wanted to show a bunch of people dancing. They had Lil Terrio in there last week dancing. Lil Terrio. All the players. Lil Terrio's Lil been Terrio off the... Was in there. They brought him back from the dead. And he, was, he was locking and popping. I was going to say, Lil Terrio fell off the radar for a little bit. That's the real reason why they won. Lil Terrio. I thought Arthur Blank was trying to Lil Terrio up in y'all's locker room. I saw a little, I saw a little dance yeah. moves. Arthur Arthur Blank is the little Terrio of the Falcons. He, they both, they no, both are no, comically no. silly looking. Wow, you would think Atlanta could find a more suitable little Terrio replacement, you know. Oh, no, we do have one. I'll, I'll be chatting about it when we get to that. <laughs> okay, great. I like it. Are we there yet? Also, yeah. wait, quick retro to that Falcon-Seahawks game. How much credit are we giving to DJ J Envy for dropping some future tracks and, and throwing off Russell Wilson? No, I'm giving all the credit to future being there. Yeah, that's true. That's future fair. Future came, and he said, I'm going a, I'm to a ruin Russell Wilson. I'm going to come to your little boyfriend's game or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty good. Well, let's, let's get into it, then, because this game, uh, I think, is way more exciting than this Pats game. We got the Packers traveling to the Dome, what is officially... The last third to last last game of the dome, uh, Falcons minus six or minus four, excuse me, over under sixty one point five. Hari, you said fifty seven when you were here in Dallas. You were well, wrong. Said, Don't be surprised if it was sixty and it moved to sixty and a half and it's gone up from there. Yes, uh, the betting trends say sixty seven percent have gone with the over even at sixty one and a half. So. That's too. <laughs> that is too much. Um, Ramu. Resident uh, Falcon fan number one, what are your thoughts on this game? And you can even give us a little recap of last week's game. I'm not cursing the bet. I'm going to stick with the over, the 67%. Got to go with the over, especially with these motherfuckers. <laughs> Listen, we know we know the Falcons are going to score points. What I'm worried about is actually if they manage the clock and try to not give uh, Rodgers the ball. Which I think is probably a smart move. Yeah. That's the only way this goes under sixty-one and a half. But if this becomes into a shootout, both these guys can score. I think actually the fourth quarter is probably going to have like twenty points, twenty twenty-five points. So 
this game could go over, but if the Falcons are smart, they'll manage the clock and it'll go under. Um, what I saw from the last week was not all that different from the rest of the narrative the rest of the season. Um, great team. I'm really worried about Aaron Rodgers coming in, even without Jordy Nelson, which I thought was going to be a huge impact to their team. Not the case. Yeah, man. Um, I'm worried. I'm worried. This this dude is on one, man. It, we'll see. Let me, let me take the over. Yeah, I... Uh... <laughs> That one, that's a lot of points on the over. Two, as someone who just got beat by Aaron Rodgers, oh my god, that I don't know how I could describe that throw at the end of the game. I don't know if you got to see it while you're at the sushi bar, Hari, uh, but I'm sure you saw the replay. Oh my god, I like, I wouldn't call it. I don't know. I don't know what to describe. First of all, it was bad defense on our part um, because when you haven't pinned up against the sideline, you have to go find receivers, not just stand in the middle of the field like Byron Jones did. But we're not here to talk about the Cowboys. We're here to talk about the Falcons. Um, I would I would like to talk about related to that in the Cowboys. Oh so Samin's big point last week was, oh, Aaron Rodgers can't win this game. He keeps keeps completing Hail Marys, which is not a sustainable it's not a sustainable business model. And then this wasn't quite a Hail Mary, but he, he kind of pulled one out, you know, when it when he needed it. So I, I think it's I think it's a pattern, you know. He just like if you put him in that situation, like like if you're a Falcons fan, you don't want to be within a score in the last two minutes, right? Like you, you want it to be, you want it to be in hand by then because nobody trusts. So I, I think, so I think that's interesting, right? Uh, so I was thinking about this this week. What is a number that, like, if I told you today that the Falcons scored that number of points, that you're saying, all right, the Falcons have definitely won that game. Forty-five points. Forty-five. Forty-two. Yeah, 42. I was, I was gonna say yeah, north I was of saying, forty. I was saying forties, right? Like somewhere in the forties. And if you look at Matt Ryan's, right, we averaged thirty-three a game, right? We Against bottom six defenses, we're averaging in that area 40, 41, 42, which they are 31st in passing yards. Like, I don't think it's inconceivable that we score 42 points. And if we score 42 points and we're sort of open to this idea that we win this game at 42 points, like, I, I just, I, like, there's nothing, right? Aaron Rodgers can score. I, I don't think there's any problem with that. Um, if they score 30, right, they're going to score 30 points. We just need to score more than 30 points. And yeah. I, I have no problem with it being a shootout. And in fact, I worry about this factor that Ramu talks about where we say like, oh, well, we're just trying to keep Aaron off the field and we do these fucking conservative-ass runs that well, get us, you know, two but, yards or one yard to carry. That's I, I, my biggest worry is that we try and get away from our core core game. Yeah, but I think like one of the things that's going to play into this, and that's actually what I was going to talk about for this game, is I think that is going to be their game plan because if you notice, when they, when they played the Cowboys, they came out of nickel and essentially – had you know six or five defensive backs on the field and two linebackers albeit you know their linebackers aren't exactly the biggest and the Cowboys failed to stick to the run and stay disciplined and I think Dan Quinn and Kyle Shanahan see that and I think they punish the Packers for sticking to that game plan and so that's where I think I mean your offensive line has been very good this season um and Zeke ran really really well against this against this um Packers defense like we averaged six yards a carry which, um, considering his long was 20 yards, like I think that it, you know shows it wasn't just one busted play. I think that is the game plan. They at least start out with, um, which is let's run the ball, um, let's get a couple of these seven or eight minute drives. I could see it in the second half, you know, turning more into a shootout. But for me, 61.5 is just a tad, tad too high. Um, you know, I thought the the Cowboys and the Packers were scoring at a pretty quick rate last game, and we got to 62. I'll be it before the field goal, so 65. But give me actually the under on this game. 
Okay. Go under Here's a question I want to ask of the Falcons fans uh, related to, to Hari's last point. Basically, so the expectation is the Falcons, Matt Ryan puts up points on this defense, right? So one, how much pressure is squarely on Matt Ryan, regardless of the rest of the team? And two, how worried are you that he comes out and lays an egg in the playoff like he has been known to do? Uh, I So I think there is not a... T- so... I think that's interesting. Uh, I, I don't think there's a ton of pressure on him right now. I think this Falcons team in Dan Quinn's second season has like done pretty much what you've asked it to do. Like have a home game in the dome. Like everything from here on out is probably gravy. Like we'd love a Super Bowl, but like I, I don't think like I don't know, remove might feel differently. But like I think it's it's great what he's done so far. I think the second factor is if he if he does come out, we get to this point and Matt Ryan is garbage tomorrow, right? And he's just throwing interceptions, can't complete passes, etc. Then I think you say like fucking Matt Ryan is is the problem now. Yeah, like, everything else is fine and every right. That's going to be sort of the core reaction. I mean, for I don't me, know. for me as an Eagles fan, I just, I just think about like the Donovan McNabb legacy in Philly, right? Like he took the team to five NFC Championship games, but for the most part didn't get it done. Uh, only got to one Super Bowl and lost that one. So like, even though if you look at his career and if you look at Matt Ryan's career to this point, putting up huge numbers, you know, and statistically one of the best quarterbacks in your franchise's history, but like. He's still shunned by the fans because he never got it done in the playoffs when he had the opportunity. So I think I think Matt Ryan's Matt Ryan's got to be careful here. He he, uh, there's a lot of pressure on him, sneaky pressure on Matt Ryan. Yeah, I agree with that. So wait, what's your pick on this game? What's my pick? Yeah. Oh, I'm picking Matt Ryan. I'm laying the points. Give me oh, the wow. birds. <laughs> no, listen, listen. <laughs> Jordy Nelson, Mason Crosby, Aaron Rodgers. What do they have in common? Oh my god. The flu! They have the flu. This flu is real. It's ripping through the NFC. And the AFC. And the AFC. It's ripping ripping through the the underdogs. They're going to have to get on that plane. I don't know. Goodell. Goodell putting the flu in everyone. If y'all have ever flown, if y'all have ever gotten on a plane when you're hungover or sick, that's not good. They're going to get off that plane. They're going to be all stuffy. They're going to be in Atlanta. It's going to be a little... It's going to be a little, a little humid. Yeah, a little humid. A little, a little humid, a little rainy. Yeah, a little rainy. So it's going to be tough. Uh, tough elements in the Dome. Last game in the Dome ever. Um, I think I think the Falcons can score. I'm just saying, Matt Ryan, there's always potential that he goes out there and he he, uh, he lays an egg. But I, I think they get it done. I think they score. I think they score 40 points in this game and, and cover the four-point spread. That's it. Wow. There. Um, are you riding with me? Yeah, you riding, what you got? Riding with the dirty yeah, birds? So I think I think I said it earlier. I mean, I think there is uh, there's almost no chance we lose. Uh, I think <laughs> I mean I think, I think we're gonna win the Packers. I don't think it's gonna be close. Uh, I will say it 100. percent I am not. And then listen, I've been trying to get. And I, I said this on the Facebook Live. I've been trying to get that like Atlanta thing where you're like, oh, I don't think we're gonna win. I think it's gonna be bad. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, like, we like. I am not scared of Aaron Rodgers, uh, right? And it's for that point that I brought up earlier. Like, if you're just saying, Matt Ryan, go score 40 points, uh, score 40 points on the Packers. They're not a very good pass defense. Uh, last time we faced them, we scored 33. I think our team is slightly better than it was then. Um, I think we've, like, I think the Packers are, like, 3-9 and nine in their last, like, 12 uh, at, like, covering the spread uh, when they come to Atlanta. So, um I don't know. I'm not worried at all. I think we're definitely going to cover. We're definitely going to win. And more importantly, Jermaine Dupree has asked to perform Welcome to Atlanta at halftime. He's our little Terrio for this week. Uh, we about to, we're about to blow it up. We're, taking, we're bringing everyone from the past in. We're about to win. We're about to go to the Super Bowl. We're about to tip in on full foes going to Houston. So <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I like it. That is spoke, spoken like a true Falcons fan. I'm impressed, Hari. 
I, I, yeah, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in the, in the, um, in the Super Bowl, but I would love to see you guys face the Patriots because Tom Brady would do egregious things to your defense. But like, also, <laughs> like people, people talk about like they forget about this Falcons offense. This Falcons offense is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a top ten most prolific offense all time, all time for the yeah. season. Like they're the real deal. Like I, I think they can score with anybody, and I think. I think no matter who comes out of the NFC, either either side, um, assuming it's the Patriots out of the AFC, I think either of them has a fair shot. Like, like yeah. Okay, hypothetically, what are the what's the spread? Patriots, I've, Falcons, actually, in the in the. I actually read um, if it was either team, the Patriots would be favored by a touchdown. Wow. Which I was like, that I yeah. Think, I think that's fair. I don't I don't disagree with that. I would really? say we but probably I can... would go in as uh, as as dogs, and which I would. Much rather prefer them going in as Super Bowl favorite. No, but like if that's the case, I'm probably taking the Falcons plus seven. Like, yeah, 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 definitely. You take the Falcons plus seven. All right, this is all hypothetical. Sorry. Fair enough. Um, hypothetical. It's happening. Yeah. Good job putting the super flu. You're doing well, that bio terror. Well, I mean, you know, I think game. if the Packers get in, it's not going to be. I think the line will move down from seven because the Packers move in. They beat the number one offense and they're on this what, nine game winning streak and they go into the Super Bowl against the Patriots. It's Rodgers versus Brady. That line will move down to five or four. Yeah, no, I think it'll also play a lot on on their injuries as well because the Packers are pretty darn beat up. But yeah, you know, it should be interesting. I am, uh, I'm very excited. What do you guys think about this Aaron Rodgers um, fake noise in the dome scenario? You think you think he's got a point? That guy is a fucking hater and an idiot. Uh, I just don't understand, like, why. Like, don't give us bulletin board material to be loud. Like, why go into an opposing stadium and be like, well, I think they're a shitty fan base. Because, like, just that's what he does, like, man. Right. He, he gets that smirk on his face, and, like, he just loves pissing fans off. He's, like, like, he's like low-key the biggest jerk in the yeah, NFL. Like, exactly. Somehow he's managed to be, like, likable, but, like, he's he's a way bigger dick than, like, Heads up, Brady. even his dad doesn't like him. Yeah, his dad Literally, is... No bro- one likes him. And, like, some people like to play this story of, like, well, it's not Aaron Rodgers. His family loves his money. Like, no, it's definitely Aaron Rodgers. That guy's probably just a straight asshole. <laughs> um, exactly. So, I don't know. That's what he does. What can he do? Uh, let's move on. But, Segments. But, by the way, I wanted to just say one betting trend. I don't know if you guys know this, but it's opened at 58 and a half for this over-under, and it's moved to 61. So, if you are listening to this podcast and thinking about laying bets, uh, don't be surprised if it probably goes up to 63 or something crazy by that tomorrow. So, if you're listening to this podcast, by the time we listen to this, all this data will be outdated. So, yeah. Don't okay. take the over. Uh, yeah, if only if only we were on Facebook Live, they could, yeah, they, they, could, could <laughs> they could call their bookies right now. Call the bookies straight up. Oh man, that's great. All right, let's go uh, first segment. That is going to get you benched. Oh wait, are we doing this? Um, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I just wanted. To, I actually just wanted to do the segment um, for one reason, and that was to hate on Jason Garrett. Oh my God, I cannot think of a more frustrating coach to have as a person on your football team. He just like has no emotion. Um, it cut. Co- it comes out later this week that that crazy unsportsmanlike call actually shouldn't have been called as well. And I'm like, okay, look, whatever. That was early on. Oh in wait, the, game. the one where he was in the huddle and then he's out of the huddle. Yeah. yeah. Um. But like, if you're a coach, like you, if, when you realize like this is starting to happen to your team, like you need to be in that referee's ear so that he knows like these next couple of sort of iffy calls need to go your way. Um. That was ridiculous. The spike was ridiculous. We played a conservative ass game plan to hang with the Packers instead of go and beat the Packers. Um, I hate what he did. He's probably gonna be back next year. But Jason Garrett, 
go to the bench. Go and stay there for seven months. <laughs> Wait, I mean, you, all this means, right, is that like two years two years from now, when you, when you get rid of Jason Garrett, you're going to overreact and you're going to try to hire Jim Harbaugh. That would be. I'd take Jim Harbaugh in heartbeat. I would love Jim Harbaugh. I heard Nick, Nick Saban looking at houses in Dallas. Yeah, Jerry I don't Saban think, out there. I don't think that's true. Yeah, he's looking at the SMU job. Nick, can you imagine like Nick Saban <laughs> and Jerry Jones in a meeting room together? Like they, I think the meeting room would explode because of ego. Like Jerry Jones, if, if you notice, in like, what scenario do you think Nick Saban would feel like he has to sit in a meeting with Jerry Jones? That's, that's why like, I'm no, saying I'm the coach. I'm doing this. Yeah, he would never. Yeah, like Jerry Jones actually goes after very like mellow conservative coaches so that he can sort of be like the main. Except know. for his most successful coach, Jimmy Johnson. Funny how that works. Out. Yeah, then he fired him. Yeah, so he's an idiot. But whatever. Anyways, uh, Hari, who's riding the pine for you this week? Uh, for me, I, I sent you guys this article this week, but I'll talk about it here. Is William Hill Sportsbooks. Uh, this oh, year my they, God. Uh, they their worst day in their five-year sports betting history uh, with two underdogs winning on Sunday, uh, both the Kansas City Chiefs uh, and also the uh, – who else won? Oh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, I don't know, and I think we talked about on this podcast. Like, I don't know. Like, It seemed like really easy betting this weekend. Um, the only one that was like sort of contentious was that Packers game. And I think the only person on this cast that bet the, uh, I guess Ramu did because he's an idiot, but Ramu and Samin were the only ones. I thought it was like a really easy pick. Essentially everyone went money line and won a shit ton of money and Vegas is now out a bunch of money. And it looks like they're setting themselves up for a very similar weekend this weekend, right? I think it's not crazy that Packers and Steelers win, uh, on the money line again. Uh, and they're still, you know, going in as, as, as sort of large point underdogs. So, yeah. um, Will Hill, gotta get your analytics game up. Gotta hire Sabino Duani. There you go. Put him on the team. Analytics expert. I like it. Uh, Mark, what you got? Who's riding the pine for you? I'm putting the NBA league office on the pine. Ooh. Because listen, all right, yeah. all, all-star voting finished up this week. Yes. And here's the thing. We all know the all-star game is a fan favorite exhibition, right? It's not a real game. It's not competitive. It's going to be like 185 to 176. Like yeah. nobody plays defense. Just give the people what they want to see. Yeah. And what they want to see is Zaza Pachulia. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> this guy is wrecking the system. All right. He just has so such strong social media game that he got the most votes for the five spot in the like West. The entire country of <laughs> Jordan or wherever he's from or Georgia. Hey, like, what it's I love it. The NBA wants to be an international league. I like hey, it. you can't like you can't selectively take your fan votes into account and change the rules on the fly. To keep Zaza out. All right. Put Zaza in. Let my people go. (laughs) NBA League office. Adam Silver. Skeletor. Get on the bench. (laughs) Uh, That's that's a strong one. That's a strong one. That was maybe the best. That was the best best bench I've ever heard. That yeah. <laughs> There's no more space for anyone on the bench because Mark just, just the entire the NBA bench. league office in New York has been put on the bench. I don't know. My favorite one from Mark is the time he put the Microsoft CMO on the bench. That yeah, was that was dumb too when they gave Bill Belichick a Microsoft <laughs> Surface. Oh yeah, terrible idea. That was funny. Um, remove tough follow. Who you got? Who's on the pine? I, I didn't know we were going to do these segments. I'm not, I don't have anybody to put in the bench. Just say Ronda Rousey. Talk about Ronda Rousey. <laughs> uh, fair, fair. All right, obscure bet of the week. Um, I got a good one. Har, you may have seen this one because you like betting as much as I do. Um, Bavada has a really interesting, will Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, be the next leader of the conservative party? Oh, yeah. I saw he's going after this Yeah, in, in uh, Canada, right? Yeah. 
Um, yes, plus 200. No, minus 300. Look, if there's anything we've learned in this last election, it's that celebrity status and popularity gets you votes. So Kevin O'Leary, next leader of the Conservative Party. I can see it. Give me a little uh, plus 200 action on that guy, baby. Um, Hari, what you got? Obscure bet of the week. Uh, I was going to go for some NFC championship props. Uh, yeah. My favorite one, or actually more importantly, just the league, the championship series props, is the uh, who will have the most passing yards this weekend. Uh, you have uh, Ryan at plus 200, Rodgers at plus 180, uh, Roethlisberger at plus 300, and Brady at plus 275. Um, so I think Roethlisberger at long odds uh, might be the best bet here. Um, the fact that he will be playing from behind most of the game, uh, the fact that he, you know, they New England has a pretty stout run defense, but a pretty averagey pass defense. Uh, so I think if you're going to try and triple your money this weekend, I, I think it's your best bet, uh, Roethlisberger to to lead in passing this weekend. That's an interesting one. I you 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 know that their one team is playing outdoors, or two of those quarterbacks playing outdoors, and two of those players playing indoors. I think so. Yeah, but weather I, I is key to this, this podcast. And I, but I partially like. Right, if you agree with Ramoon's line, Ramoon's line of thought that both teams are going to try this thing where they run the ball a lot so that they can keep the ball out of the other team's offense's hands, like it seems like Roethlisberger playing from behind like could put up like 400 yards just trying to keep up with Brady and their defensive scores they're going to have. Yeah, I just like I don't think, and I'm, I was just looking actually, Roethlisberger hasn't cracked 300 yards in I think eight weeks. Um, yeah. Yikes. No, Hari, stick, like to your guns. My stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. I'm just, I'm just trying to help you, buddy. Did I'm just I lock to help. it in? Did I lock it in? Yeah, no, you locked it in. No, no, still, we're still in the segment. That's the no. rule. You can still change. No, lock it in. Um, oh. I just know this because he was my oh. fantasy quarterback, and he like that one thing people forget is that he doesn't really throw for a lot of yards. It was just like these Antonio Brown touchdowns. Um, like you had Antonio Brown, so you're like, oh look, he's got so many odds. That's all he threw too. Um, so just be wary, my friend. Yeah, I'm just looking. The last time he cracked 300 yards was against the Jets in week, or excuse me, against Dallas actually huh. at that game at home huh. in week 10. Mm. Fascinating. So, uh. anyways, uh. Uh, Mark, obscure bet of the week. This one's not too obscure, but it's a uh, it's live. Uh, game kicks off here in 15 minutes. We got Tottenham Hotspur at Manchester City, and here's what's up. Uh, over under on this game is two and a half. You got to take the over on that. All right. Tottenham just lost Jan Vertonghen, uh, their center back, uh, one of their best players. Uh, so they're going to be shuffling around personnel in the back. But at the same time, uh, Tottenham's coming in on fire. They've won six straight. Um, I think uh, the, the clear bet here is uh, you take Tottenham plus 250 parlayed with over two and a half goals in this game. I think it's, I think it's easy money. Um, wow. take it, call your bookies right now. Lock it, Lock in. it in. Lock it in. Lock it in. Only those Facebook All right. Live. I'd like to change mine. I'd like to change it. Okay, Hari, what you got? You're locked in. Are, are you taking the... too late? I'm gonna. You're getting a bonus from me this week. It is the Texas Longhorns to win the national championship. A bunch of heavy money's coming in on them in the sports books. They were fifty to one, but a lot of money is coming in on them to win the next national championship under Tom Herman. Uh, give me the Longhorns, fifty to one. This is oh. just put all your money there. This is Vegas making free money. I know, idiot Texas fans. No joke. Um, <laughs> I heard these don't count against my record, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. That is true. That is true. That that is an accurate statement. Um, Ramud, take us home. What you got? Uh, how about <clears throat> I just heard this one. I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is plus one eighty for most passing yards this weekend. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> that one sounds pretty good. <laughs> that seems more reasonable. Uh, 
Chelsea is Chelsea is eight to they're about they're about like they're like one to two to win the Premier League. Um, Chelsea's on fucking fire. No, they, um, three weeks ago they got that ass beat by Tottenham. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna be. They're sixty-seven percent chance of winning this. So give me Chelsea winning the Premier League. I like it. All right, boys. Manchester City. Their coach just took them to go see La La Land. Oh wow, Manchester City's not good. First but they ass. just saw La La Land. It's very inspirational. Oh, is it? They're turning around. I haven't seen it. Give me Manchester City to win the Premier League. Now we're just saying things. I like That's it. not a good bet. Hard I don't know. Though. I'd like to lock that one in. La La Land? They went to go see La La Land as a team. As like a team because they're not playing well. It's like, let's let's get together. Let's watch La La Land. It's going to turn the team around. Fascinating. Pep took them out. Interesting. Huh. Um, all right. Well, guys, guess how many Facebook Live views we have so far. I would say 12. Over, under 50. Oh, wow. Under. Under. 113. Way what? over. This, this is probably, it. It's just probably Amy clicking on it hundreds of this times. This is the hockey stick moment that all the NBA students are talking about. This is the hockey stick about. moment. Too bad we did such a poor job with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad, uh, bad intro to the world. We'll, okay. we'll clean it up for Samin next will week. take a follow-up and we'll, we'll have it working. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the meeting minutes. We can do a live pre-Super Bowl one. Yeah, that's actually do what I want to do is like the Super Bowl prop bet one. That would be a lot of fun. Um, all right, boys, with that, um, successful Facebook Live, successful podcast. Successful is all relative. That's fair. Arguable. Just Arguable. ask the Cowboys. Was their season successful? It's all relative. It's all relative. To your expectations. This is true. This is true. Um, we'll see what the Falcons fans are saying after their loss this week. Uh, when, we got booked tickets. I'll be saying, how expensive are these tickets to Houston? They definitely They're dropped so after expensive. the Cowboys. They, they dropped after the Cowboys loss. Harry, you have so. a free place to stay. Yeah. If you want to come know. down. I know. Do I do I have free tickets also? Do you guys get those through Exxon? No, no. Not a chance. Apologies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. All right, boys. With that, we out. Later. See you.